Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. going on? Welcome to episode 145 of the Nintendo PowerCast. I'm your host and 64 Josh, uh, player two. Mel, how's it going? Awesome. <laughs> player three, Destino, what's up? Yo, yo, yo. Oh, wait. I, am I allowed to say that? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Is that crawler's thing? <laughs> I'll just go with yo, yo. <laughs> just two, the lesser version. Two, two yos. Okay. And uh, yeah. Eric, what's up, man? What's going on? What up, NPC fam? It is your boy, Hate Zero, your hero. All right, guys. Well, if, wait, well, not if, that music you just heard was from On Being Human. You can check them out on Spotify and YouTube. Remember, this is an unofficial Nintendo podcast. And if you would like to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash NPC pick out something awesome like uh console wars ready player one there's so much good stuff so check it out ready player one's so good i mean narrated by will wheaton do we i mean do we need anything else you know it's armada is really good too pick yeah. up armada yeah armada is also good uh the chair be a movie that's true the chair i'm sitting in from opc you go to n64josh.com slash opc you automatically save ten dollars at checkout i love this chair i sit in this chair i've sat in this chair today for almost seven hours now no no, no, almost 10 hours now. So it's a, it's a good chair. I like it. Make sure to stand up periodically, though, so you don't throw a blood clot, because those are dangerous. So, keep, you know, keep that in mind. Uh, lastly, I have a Patreon. If you want to get yourself an extra podcast for just a dollar, you can go to patreon.com slash n64josh. With that, let's get to our announcements. Hey, listen. We do this show live on twitch.tv slash n64josh six. 30 is going to be our new time because it's just easier. Okay. Nobody has to rush to get here. So we're going to shoot for 630 Pacific standard time in case there's traffic. Right, Eric? Oh, huh, there was traffic. Yeah. Two hours today to get home. So we're going to 630. Okay. 630 Pacific standard time, 930 Eastern. And uh, I want to say what's up to everybody. Crane, what's going on? Cayman. Nintendo Freak, Delmonic, Jay Harley, Pudding, Benji, Pitrate, anybody that I've missed. Guys, thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for being here. I do appreciate it. My new streaming schedule is at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Thursday. And then Fridays, we still get up early, 6, 7 a.m. and uh, do first looks. So, you know. Come, uh, come hang out for a stream. It's a good time. We've been playing some Smash, some uh, Diablo. It's It's been fun. It's been fun. So uh, with that, we're going to get to uh, kind of what we've been playing, our reviews and impressions. All right. I had a busy week with indies, um, but I'm going to let Mel 
kick us off here because she's always got she's always bringing the we've been getting some some good feedback too. people like hearing about these indie games taking a little deeper dive into them so i know she broke another game this week so why don't you go ahead and tell us what you did <laughs> remind me to post that later too actually okay to post it but uh okay this week uh there was a couple of choices but i went with forgotten and forgotten and is about this world where lost things get transported. So, like, let's say you lose your wallet and you can't find it. You didn't really lose it. It just got transported into the world. And once it gets to this world, it basically becomes, like, a living thing. So, you know, you can talk, you know, you can think, all that fun stuff. And once it gets dropped, it gets pretty much... Uh, assorted a certain job or location. So, like for instance, the very beginning of the uh, very beginning of the game, it shows you just one sock gets lost. So the sock, you know, falls into this place, and like the mannequin lady, she the designated a uh, job filler. She's like, oh, only one sock. Mm. I don't know about this, and she's like. Well, since it's only one sock and you're kind of worn out, eh, we're just going to send you to the factory. You know, you're not going to get like a fancy job. You know, you're not going to be like an inspector. No, you're just going to be like the lowest of the low. So you got to work in this factory. And basically, these little items, missing things, they have to work really hard and do a really good job. Because if they get a really good job, and you know they're nice, and you know, they don't cause trouble. The master, which is Master Boku, he gives out these tickets, and it's like, hey, if you get this ticket, you get to go to like the promised land. And the promised land is basically being teased as this uh, thing where you go back to the real world and you go back to what you know. Oh no! So they're like, oh yeah, I want to get out of this crap because I don't want to work in this factory. So let's do that. So you play as Anne. Anne is, like, second in command to Master Boku, basically. And she's known as the Enforcer. So she's, like, hard as nails. She's, like, the law is the law. So if she finds something wrong, she can pretty much kind of get to the promised land. You're not going to get a ticket. You're not going to get anything. So with Anne, as you play as Anne, she has a glove. And this glove has this little energy soaker up thingy. And basically, uh, she can uh, kill these items if she wants to. So, like, uh, someone breaks into her house. It's like this little red scarf. And he's like, oh, I'm the rebel. We're going to take y'all down. And she's like, you can either kill him or not. Because that's another part of the game. It gives you choices at certain parts of the game. And, uh, well, I didn't know this. Like, So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to kill him. He broke into my house. I don't know what he's going to do. So I stuck up his life and he just falls to the ground. And as soon as I did that, like the screen on like, the right hand corner just pops up and it's like, hey, you could have solved that way differently. So I was like, I don't think I solved that correctly. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some platforming and she has like these mechanical rings, which gives her like an extra jump. And there's like these little puzzles you have to do, you know, a bunch of levels, you know, buttons you have to rearrange and that kind of stuff. But the meat of this game is just going through this place and trying to go through the story. Because basically, she's been living in this place 
her whole life. And she's been seeing only this one side of things. So she's interacting with all these, you know, items. They're not really like items. They're pretty much people. It's like very like Beauty and the Beast like, you know, like how you have like the chandelier, you have like the dust, the feather dust lady, you know, she's like the maid. It's like this into like, uh, like the police guy, you know, he's a gun, his like secondhand commands, the camera, he takes pictures of the crime scenes and stuff like that. You know, it's really clever and stuff like that. Oh, and actually when you talk to all these people, it's actually all voice acted. I was actually surprised at that because usually it's like, you know, yeah, I've got to lead basically. Mm-hmm. So you're saying so, Josh could play this game? Oh, yeah, this is totally a Josh <laughs> game. So totally funny. a Josh game, which is hilarious because I, I, I walked in on like uh, one of your first looks and like Super Nintendo, I think he was like, hey, Josh, you, you should check out this game. He actually went to the eShop. <laughs> He was about to download. He's like, I'm not serious, Josh. It's not a Josh game. <laughs> so basically, uh, <laughs> there's two sides of this coin, uh, uh, this thing. And pretty much Anne just assumes everybody wants to go to this promised land. But some of these things are like, no, I don't want to go back there. Because like, I'm like a punching bag. I don't want to go back to the actual. I'm going to get punched. Here, I can be whatever I want. You know, I can be like a bartender. I can be like, I don't know, a cartoonist. I can run like the movie thing. I don't want to be that punching guy. And she doesn't understand this. And I, I'm not finished. I'm really close, I think. And some of these choices, okay, they're wishy-washy. They're not really choices. Like, uh, there was a, this scene on a train. It's like, hey, let me check your ticket. That was like one option. The other one was like, hey, give me your ticket. I'm like, you're still going to get the ticket either way. But then there was this other part where it's like, there's these two guys accusing each other. Like, hey, he's actually a spy. I'm like, no, that guy's a spy. So I was like, okay, this is actual different outcome because I chose the actual spy. Amazingly, I know. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> later on in the game, the other guy I let off the hook, you know, the one that wasn't a spy, he, he caused me a problem and I had to do something else. So I was like, huh, if I just killed that guy instead, this part probably would have been easier. Hmm. Interesting. Um, that's pretty much the gist of it. Say the this name again. This is Forgotten Ed. Okay. This isn't really gameplay heavy and I played most of it probably today. So that's your amount of hours. I played it all, you know, on and off today. So I'm probably going around like four or five hours into this thing. It was not super long, not super gameplay e, but I, I think I'm not positive, but I think there's different endings because mm-hmm. I think some of these choices actually matter. But again, some of these other choices don't learn. They're like garbage, you know. I just hate. Stuff. <laughs> is this uh Square Enix made this right or they kind of put it out they, or yeah they put it out yeah it, it was earlier this year I think like in March or May yeah it kind of yeah, flew under the radar a little bit I've heard good it's one of those that seems like it's like it gets critical acclaim but yeah it's not like uh super well known yeah I, I've heard good things about it I I came close many times to picking it up um in the past but I just I guess it never, it, it just didn't hold me in immediately, but uh, it's good to know that, um, like I said, hopefully it is have multiple endings, because I do like those as well. 
I feel it adds replay value, especially if you do end up like really liking the game. Uh, you know, then you want to go back and kind of go the different routes. Yeah, for sure. Mel, was there any other games you played this week? Uh, that was my main one. Okay. All right. Uh, Destin, how about you? What you uh, would you did you do anything other than Diablo three this week? I am continuing on my journey through my descent through hell. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm. I'm level 70 now. I think I'm 156 Paragon. I did go through the whole story. So I did roll credits on it. Um, uh, It's really, I think it's good. And it's um, the way that they do the storytelling in the game. It's very, uh, you know, it's all voice acted. Again, kind of like, I appreciate that. I guess I'm like, hey, it's 2018. Why am I reading anything in a video game? Um. I know some people like it or, or don't mind it. Um, and I do know it's a, it's a huge extra cost for the companies, but I think it really pays off. Um, so yeah, um, I've got through that. I, I did jump back on to the PC version real quick. Cause I was like, ah, I'll just, I'll jump back on. I want to just compare it because I do think that the port is extremely well done. Um, However, after jumping into the PC version for like a second, I'm like, oh, man, they super missed the mark with this one. Now, I don't know who's to blame for this mm. because I wouldn't blame Nintendo. I wouldn't blame Blizzard. Uh, here, here's the thing. So on my PC setup, I have a Corsair RGB keyboard. Mm-hmm. And when you so you, you, know, you can set it to any color you want, white, red, green, doesn't matter. Um, when you fire up Diablo, it has a profile that automatically turns all the keys blood red. Oh, nice! And then your your attacks, your four attacks, um, are bound to the one, two, three, four keys, and then your potion is the Q key. So, as I'm playing this game, if I start a brand new character, one, two, three, and four are all blacked out. There's no lights, and as you acquire these levels, the keys light up white. Mm. So it's very, very tied to the game. And when you gain a level, instead of the screen flashing that, oh, you've leveled up, and it throws up, the, I think it's like a white and blue kind of logo. Yeah. The keys literally, like, there's a white like white bar that the keys flash scroll upwards. It's like, oh, boom, you leveled up. And then when you kill a monster and it drops like an orange item or a green item, my keys literally like explode with this orange or green like really? coloring. Huh. So, so it's what, very, if you, what if you didn't uh, have a color spectrum keyboard? It doesn't do anything. It's just well, that. Will it do it on the screen in place of that then? Or you just don't get to know when you level up that if you don't have a proper Well, it's keyboard? still normal. Like when you normally level up, how you oh. get like that little, it says like you've leveled up and it's, yeah. I think it is white and blue. And yeah, it's I saw like, it 30 times in about four seconds. So yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but so I got to thinking, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What if, um, what if Corsair created joy cons that were clear that had RGB lighting inside of them? And when you fired up Diablo, the red lights inside came on and they're just glowing red. And then when you leveled up, like that explosion of lights just like popped up in the Joy-Con. And if an, an orange item dropped, like the, the Joy-Cons just like flashed orange. And 
Uh, the other thing is like when the when you press a button and that that abilities on recharge, that key does like uh, turn off. So it's kind of very interactive in a sense, and it's like some of it's pointless because your fingers are on the keys anyways. You're never going to see it, but it's just the fact that it's there. So it's like, yeah, some Benji's saying <laughs> battery life, which um, I, I play mainly uh, docked, but I would think it was cool. I would want my Switch now right next to my TV so that when I press that button, like I could see it like up next to my TV, like all the different colors changing, and when I level up, like the switch just like explodes with color. Um, like I said, I, it's, it's not Nintendo to blame. It's not blizzard to blame. And it's such a minor little thing. And when I bought this keyboard, which someone's asking in chat, it's a, uh, Corsair RGB strafe. It's the only product I have. I'm assuming if I had the mouse, there's even an RBG, RGB mouse pad. Mm-hmm. I'm not on that level yet, but, um, <laughs> I'm assuming they all One would day. interact so that like my entire room would just come alive with color and emotion. Um, yeah, they need to get on that because can you imagine if there were games that interacted with the joy cons and they all lit up different colors? Like, I don't know that that would have, I think, put it, I would buy that game. Well, like Mario party, when it's your turn, the joy con whistles at you. Yeah. So there is some form of interactivity, which I think is very cool. And it's like, Hey, I have a detachable controller. Great. What else does it do? You know? So I th- I don't know. I think that could be the maybe the next level if they just I don't know add, add lights and sounds maybe smells why not no that's gonna be like a hundred and twenty dollar controller bundle <laughs> just for the controllers yeah. the, the price just went yeah. up but I was just thinking um, if they could add if they added that feature and like I said it's not even a main feature of Diablo three for the PC it's just something that Course aired I guess probably decided they wanted to add because it is a popular game. Chat uh, wants to know who wants to smell hell. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it smells like roses. Guy. Hey, you remember the unicorn level? I want to smell that unicorn level. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> maybe it's for the guy. He's thinking he's going to go there, so he's like, "I want to get prepared for this. Let me smell it in advance. You know, let me get ready." Like, not so bad. <laughs> Just so yeah, we'll do that thing I was going to do on the weekend. <laughs> Eric, yeah. Hey. <laughs> You doing okay over there? Yeah, I'm good. You doing I'm good. okay? All right. What have you been uh, What have you been playing this week? Well, uh, I did play a little bit of Xbox. I'm not going to lie to everyone and say I didn't. I did. Um, Get out. Played Diablo three. Played uh, Diablo three, and I watched again for the first time in a very long time, The Wizard. Ooh. Ooh. And let me tell you. So I'm a sucker for cheesy 80s 90s propaganda films right so uh you know they had christian slater they had uh fred savage all the greats like what else do you need like that movie it it was nintendo based like it 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 was corny but it wasn't like it was better than the mario brothers movie right i think i mean it really wasn't that bad i think people just assume it's terrible and without ever giving it a real chance there's there's a story there like that was a good movie so uh yeah so that's it i played diablo 3 a little bit i think i hit level 60 i'm trying to work my way through the story but i'm uh trying to do it slowly because this is the you know one game on the switch i'm going to 
play until Smash comes out. So I, I want to take my time with it and not get burnt out on it before uh, Smash comes out. Right on. Right on. It was a busy week for me as far as... Uh... Um, as far as gaming, I actually played quite a bit. We had to, uh, my son actually competed in a Fortnite tournament at the Microsoft store, uh, for a mixer matchup. That's what they, that's what it called. It was, uh, and they took first place the first day in that store. And then the, uh, the second day was all pro teams and they didn't, they didn't do as well, but, uh, um, still a pretty cool experience. I decided, Hey, you know what? I'm going to spend a little more time with some of these, uh, indie titles that I picked up. And so um, on the drive down, I played uh, Ace Breed. Now, this is like a shmup that changes your the view. So you're not always just it's not always top down. Sometimes it's side scrolling. Sometimes it's like three quarter view. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, like third person almost. I really enjoyed this game as far as the controls, the graphics, like it was it was it was extremely fun where I felt this. And I, I think I don't know for a fact because I got stuck on a boss, but I think I'm actually on the final boss and there's only six stages. So I tried to, I tried to look it up to see if that was the case. I couldn't find if that was the, if that was the answer or not, but I did hear a number of people say it's short. Here's the problem I have with this game. You don't really power up your guns. Like if you're going to play a shmup, you should be getting power ups along the way. And like, at, now, mind you, you're firing guns with with. Uh... <laughs> OK, this game has easy mode. If you hold down both triggers, both right, the the right and left trigger, and then just rotate your your right stick or the, the right bumper, right trigger, and then rotate your right stick, you will literally shoot your gun, swing your sword and shoot your homing missiles all at the same time. And so playing that handheld was quite uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. It was like my hand or my hands are cramping. How did this run in handheld? Per- perfect. Like, I can't believe how well this game runs. There's so I kept taking screenshots actually They're like videos. Cause I'm like, this is crazy. There's so much, so much going on. And, uh, so runs super, super smooth where I, I wh- the problem is everything looks so awesome and so epic but you kind of get to the point where you're like, this is almost a little bit boring because you're not hitting any power-ups. You can't shoot behind you. Like you can't turn around. Go- I was watching and I'm like, what, can you spin around? Like, what, what is this? Like, so like a Nintendo game? The, the tutorial says click in your right stick and it causes a, a like, um, basically it allows you an area that will, lock onto your homing missile so you can shoot whatever's around you. Well, I found out without clicking the stick in, if you rotate it, it turns more into like a, um, uh, I don't know how to explain it. You can just sweep all the way around with it instead of just making the circle. Mm-hmm. And so you're constantly firing homing missiles. So you don't have to turn around, but there were times that I'm like, this boss is behind me. Why can't I turn around and shoot at it? You know, there's an extra, like, even if they had tied it to a, like a, the, one of the triggers or something like there's extra buttons here. So there's just some weird designs with it overall, really fun to pick up and play. But just, I felt like 
I felt like if it had just had a few more things, like let me upgrade the weapons a little bit, you know, make my sword a little like, like stronger. Give me even just like two upgrades to it, you know, and same with your guns. If they just, if they could change now, um, things get mixed up a little bit, the further you get, I don't, I won't spoil anything, but, um, so overall I enjoyed it, but for, for $20, if it is as short as I think it is, I'm not sure. It may be one to worth, it may be worth waiting for it to go on sale, but, uh, but do check out my first look. Like we, we did have fun playing it. Like it, it is fun. It was just, it, it seemed like for what it was trying to do as a shmup, there were some things that could have just done a little bit better. So, um, we're still talking about ace breed. Um, next up is, uh, uh, full metal <laughs> furies and played this with super Nintendo dad. And what, what, a what a, what a fun little indie game. This is like, you, we played it with two players. If you had four players doing this game, I think it would be an absolute riot. Like pudding told me all along. He's like, play this multiplayer. Like for your first look, it's not going to be as fun if you don't. So I got super Nintendo to join me and we, and we, uh, we jumped in on it. It, it, it plays kind of like, like a classic beat em up in a way, but you have characters that have different abilities. So you have a tank, you have a sniper, you have, uh, you know, like a DPS and then you have like a, uh, like an engineer or something. Right. And so they have different weapons, they have different attacks, that kind of stuff. And you can kind of chain things together a little bit. It's, I don't, it check out the first look. Like it, if you have people to play with, it's like I said, it's online and you can play in the same, in the same room if you want. It's, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Like it kind of gave me castle crasher vibes a little bit, not quite as fun as castle crashers, but similar, right? Similar. And not, I shouldn't say not as fun, different, different, but it had, it had that vibe. So, uh, definitely worth checking out. Also jumped into rogue legacy, which is a, uh, um, roguelite, right? What, what game on the switch isn't anymore. And I cut like, I liked this one because it was a little, it was a little different than the other ones. Like every time you died, you did unlock more or, or different characters. And those characters had different, uh, abilities or attributes that like one of them was colorblind. So the entire game was black and white. I was like, Ooh, like, cool. I was like, why is the game black and white? Like what happened? Is my, did my connection? And somebody's was like, this game the- on Vita rogue. I'm not sure. I know I it's been it around. Is. So I, I played that and it was the first roguelike I had ever played. And it was amazing. I wish every roguelike was uh, based off of this game. Like it was uh, one of the, one of the best games I've played in the last 10 years, surprisingly, like it was super fun. Yeah, it's, it's great. So that's another one I would say, definitely go, go check out. If you are um, just looking for something to fill time this holiday between Pokemon and smash and Diablo and everything else. That's been just, you know, the, the onslaught of games coming at us. And then uh, lastly, I jumped into Brawlhalla. It is a free platform fighter, you know, kind of similar to smash, not as fast, not as polished, not, not as much fun, but it's free. And it has, it has stuff you can unlock. It has, uh, it's kind of like paladins. Like you can buy the hero pack if you want, or you can just slowly unlock stuff and sign in every day. And, um, it's, it's different than smash. I mean, you could, if you were trying to practice with that game for the new smash, 
you could kind of you could work on your neutral game, but that would pretty much be it. There's not a lot of uh, not not too many similarities. So well, you're really um, slowing me in this game, Josh. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I will say this: I've heard other people that play Smash really like this game. You know, so there could be some more depth to it that we just didn't get into. But uh, overall, as much Smash as I've been playing lately, I'm like, I just want, I just want Smash. But hey, it's free, so if you want something to mess around with, there you go. There's Brawlhalla. So uh, with that, let's get to the news. So you guys aren't going to believe this. The Switch eShop now has filters for genre, price range, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like what? What? <laughs> I can't believe this. Did anybody get a chance to go and uh, go and check it out? Oh, yeah. I looked at it. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Mel, yeah, what I did saw, you think? I saw a, a picture of it, what, but I haven't used it. Okay, so most of these genres, they're pretty done, you know, on the news, you know, they're like, where they should be belong, mm-hmm. but uh, some of these other genres is like uh, like daily life or like life situations or something. I saw a couple of games and then I'm like, ah, they're really uh, really stretching this uh, definition here. This Mario doesn't Odyssey really. Was in there. <laughs> no, it wasn't stuff like that. I don't. I don't think Josh wants me to say what games. <laughs> oh, those. Yeah, those visual novels. <laughs> Technically, yeah, you can say that. Are we talking like Galgun? Yikes. <laughs> That's a yikes for me. So, I mean, it's still way better than what we have. And it's right on, you know, the search screen right now. Like, you can't miss it. This is something that should have been there day uno, you know, just mm-hmm. saying. But yeah. slowly, we're slowly getting to a better shop. There's still more improvements we need. Like, we still need our wish list. Like, hey, you get like a notification when something actually goes on sale. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, they have the sales page, but there's like a hundred games on sale each week now. So yeah. just scrolling through and finding it. Good luck with doing that. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was nice that you could either search for your the title of your game or you can, you know, click the genre, click the price range. And it builds these decent lists that you can see like the first, like, I don't know, eight to 10 games probably. And then after that, you can hit see all and it will take you into every game in that genre. So as long as the people that are uploading their games, tag them correctly, you know, the, the system will be better. So if you are looking for a specific genre or whatever, you should be able to find it. But, but like Mel said, there could be, could be a little bit of a stretch and some, some games are going to overlap between, between genres. So. It's a step in the right direction. Anyway, this one I think is going to, well, this will probably excite Mel. I'm guessing maybe rumor. Okay. Grain of salt time, but platinum is working on two games for the switch besides Bayonetta three. Okay. There was uh there was, I, I got the article from Nintendo life and it was uh basically, they're just kind of hinting that there's, there's a little more, um, a little more than just Bayonetta being worked on. And they are saying Bayonetta was set for 2019. And remember mm. we did hear, um, we got news of Bayonetta three at the game awards, which are coming up in the next couple of weeks here. So, uh, can I, can I push out my, uh, my guess on what? 
You can. You sound a little okay. robotic, but oh, go ahead. You sound better. Gosh. You sound better now. Uh, near. I think. Uh, I think we're gonna get near, and yes. Destinot will will be very happy. That's my guess. I I don't see how they can ignore that title. Yeah. And then when it does come out on the Switch, Josh can play a better shmup than he probably played because I'm not gonna spoil anything. But there's. I mean, is he gonna like get a to genre of game? Near Automata has some of it in it. I'm not gonna lie. Freaking, it's it's <laughs> stupid how many genres it covers and does it well. And you're like, oh, I want more of that. When do we get to do that again? Is it in the first 15 minutes? Because I mean, oh, I'll... it's well, the shmup. I mean, it's throughout the game, but there's that's yeah, where the but, game starts. Yeah, this is it starts as a shmup, and you're like, oh, I thought this was a fighter, whatever. Oh, no, and then it goes into a fighter, and then it, it, if it's coming to switch, I don't want to say anything more. How much I know, reading is in the game? Oh my god. Um, they talk. Mainly talking, there is some reading, but it's not part of the main story. How much shade is in this podcast? That's what <laughs> shade well, like... 100%. <laughs> no, That's based why I on wear my sunglasses. Yeah, based on the smile on Brian's face when he says the words near, like I can't not play this game. So, if It's so it's I, I it's hard to talk about because it's like I said it ruined me. I stopped playing video games for like six months after I played it because I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like mm. everything else I play is like like a copy of a copy of of this game. And it's not that the game reinvents the wheel. It just it found a way to take different materials that make a wheel and make it better as a whole. That's all I can say about it. I'm done. Otherwise, I'll go another 30 minutes. I love that he loves it this much. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the other yeah. one is is uh, possibly beautiful. No, um, wonderful 101. I almost said beautiful 101. Um, I want beautiful. Maybe there'll be a mashup. Yeah, well, I think one's Capcom. Though. <laughs> sure. Yeah, one. Yeah, Capcom. Mm, true, that might not work. <laughs> so, uh, so who knows? I mean, that game was wonderful 101. Some people really enjoyed it on the Wii U. The few people that played it. All five of us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so there you go. It's again, just a rumor, grain of salt, but uh, hopefully, I mean, hopefully we can keep seeing stuff like this. This was the biggest shock of the week for me. Not only because I didn't think I would care at all about this, but I'm now 100% all in on this. And that was the preview for Detective Pikachu or the trailer that dropped and looks amazing. I don't care. Like today on Twitter, somebody, <laughs> somebody tweeted a gif of Jigglypuff when he glares at the camera. And it, the tweet espresso in the background. The, the that tweet, one. The tweet yeah, said, yeah. "When when when short girls get angry." And so, of course, I tag Kirby in it, right? And uh, <laughs> so, I I literally am so on board. Like Pikachu looks amazing to me. I've never cared about Pokemon whatsoever. Even my kids, who are like Pokemon, they're like we're going to go see this, right? I'm like, what? Like they're, they're on board. So, all right. Uh, Mel being our, uh, our, our Pokemon connoisseur here. What, uh, what's the over under on this, uh, detective Pikachu movie. Okay. So I like everything about this, but how most of the Pokemon actually look. Hmm. Just, 
Too realistic? Like too realistic for you? Like should they be look more animated? She wanted Roger Rabbit. She wanted real life. Yeah, I rather that. And cartoons. It'll work. (laughs) But uh, I do like how there's a lot of different types of Pokemon in this, not just Generation One. Yes, there's still a whole bunch of these guys in there, but I was seeing stuff like Good Ninja. I was seeing like. You know, the buffalo, the eagle from like Gen 5. I was seeing all these nice little things. And uh, like, you, I was Do you mean Taurus? Hmm? Do you mean Taurus? No. Well, there is a Taurus, but it's like a. Isn't he the buffalo? <laughs> oh my God, no. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Segue away from Josh. <laughs> I was noticing all the little details in the background, like a. Like Unova pizza slice. I was like, <laughs> that's amazing because I'm a nerd and I know what that means. Because Unova was Generation 5 and the main city was basically based off of New York. So it's same New York, New York pizza, but like the Pokemon version of pizza. And then there was like little shops. It was like you know, the little shop from like the actual Detective Pikachu game. I'm like, ah, I noticed that when I watched a bit of that gameplay. And it seems like it's actually following through the game story. Like, I know most people forgot that was an actual game that came out earlier this year because from the DS. And then I also liked how goofy Huma is going to be. And they're pretty much owning that. Like, that scene with Myth's mind and he's, like, miming it out and he basically saying, oh, no, he's you. And then Pikachu tries to go attack him, but he puts up, like, a mirror shield and you can't see it because it's, you know, reflective. But he just bumps his head into it. Like, I was dying. And then, of course, when, the, like, Pikachu's, like, hidden on that girl, he's like, Pika, Pika! And she's like, oh, my God, this is the cutest thing ever, you know? I was dying laughing. The voice doesn't bother me, because there's no voice for Pikachu. So it's whatever. Uh, Ryan knows he's going to do fine with it. I mean, he's not Danny DeVito. I think that would have been way more funnier. But can you imagine getting him in there? He's like, hey, we make that talk. He's gonna be like, I don't want to beep, 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 beep. Yeah, that's too much beeps for them. But uh, I'm probably gonna watch this. It's probably not gonna be like in the theaters. But that's more of a I hate theaters thing than I hate this Pokemon version that they look like thing. Oh, this is also a nice little detail. Uh, the guy who actually designed like the movie designs this, he did a you know just a fan art of realistic. On. Like most people have probably seen his stuff before, but they found him on Google and were like, hey, we like your stuff. Like, I don't personally like it, but you know, a lot of people liked it. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we noticed this attention. So, like, hey, why don't you come and help us make the movie? So, like, people who like, you know, create stuff and like artists and stuff, keep it up. You might get noticed like that. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, Brian, did you watch this trailer? Yes. And I, I've said before, like in our Discord, I, I'm not a huge Pokemon fan. I've never actually played a Pokemon game. I, I don't think Pokemon Tournament counts. That's more like a spinoff, I'd say. <laughs> never, ever have I played a Pokemon game. So the only character I know is like, you know, I'm like the typical, oh, I know who Pikachu is and Squirtle. And I think his name is Charizard. Other than that, I couldn't tell you any other character. Squirtle was missing. I saw that in the trailer. 
Yeah, it was on the poster. Um, but since Ryan Reynolds' abs are my spirit animal, I'm gonna go see it. Um, I I find his like voiceover work awesome. Like, I mean, Deadpool is pretty much him just doing voiceover the entire movie. Right. Um, (laughs) Oh, he's gonna reference this in the next Deadpool. I I hope so. Ah, it's gonna be glorious. So no, I'll I'll go see it. I really like the fact that in this universe, because I, I didn't know what to expect. I wasn't sure if they were going to, you know, we always get these movies for these franchises that, that people love. And it's like, they're like, um, uh, for example, resident evil, I'm a huge resident evil fan. Mm-hmm. And when the first movie came out, uh, I was watching the commentary on the DVD and the director said, people have played the games. I don't want to just give them what they played in the games. I want to give them something else. I'm like, that is 100% completely disconnected from what the fans wanted. Yeah, wasn't that Paul Anderson? I'm pretty sure who that guy's Paul W. A. Anderson. Yeah, he's the worst director he in just, Hollywood. Anytime he puts his name on something, I'm like, well, I guess I can't see that. So, and he usually puts his name like director, writer, producer. Like the first yeah. four credits are always, you know, his name. husband of Mila Jovovich. Claim that too. <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous. Um, so when that, yeah, when that movie came out, I was like, and then even well, speaking of Mila Jovovich, she, she said she knew about the series because her little brother played it, and she would watch her little brother play this game, you know, and it was like terrifying and exciting. And she's like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to do that. And then you get put in this. I can only imagine, like, she's probably thinking, like, what did I sign up for? Like, what is, like, what is this? Like, I don't think she minded know? too much after 17 movies. Um, <laughs> but I, I, that really kills me when they do that to movie franchises. Cause it's like, no, you, you just, you don't get it. You, you don't get it. You know, and this goes for comic books, uh, you know, cartoons that they make into live action, um, you know, books that they turn into movies, you know, they're like, oh, we got to switch it up for the sake of switching it up. No, don't do that. So I'm glad in this universe, I was half expecting like Pikachu to kind of be like either a, like this mystery to these people. Like they're like, oh, what is this? Um, or the flip side. Um, I hate it also when, cause Pikachu's clearly not anything from like this world. Yeah. If they would have put him in like real world earth, and but then people don't bat an eyelash at it like oh sure why not like alvin and the chipmunks it's like oh chipmunks a talk cool <laughs> right on guys it's like you're like why isn't anybody like calling like the government about this like talking chipmunks walking down the street so recording glad, christmas albums yeah and from what i know about the cartoons and from what i've seen and then like in the very beginning of this trailer the guy's like oh you wanted to be a trainer so i'm like okay it looks like at least from the trailer, it looks like they got thing rights from my limited knowledge. So looking forward to it, yes. Eric, what about you, man? So my favorite episode of The Simpsons... Oh, boy. <laughs> ...is when Homer gets... trans. It's the Halloween episode where Homer gets transplanted to the real world and he becomes like that 3D Homer. Oh, no. Um... So I know Kirby doesn't like that because that's exactly what these Pokemon look like to me. Uh, They're not that bad, but yeah. Well, I mean, it's 46 years later, so. Mm. Uh, 4K. Yeah, I I think they look great. Um, 
I expected Pikachu to have some fluff. People are upset of the amount of fluff he has. I, I think it's perfect. Uh, obviously, Ryan Reynolds can't do any wrong. We all know that. Um, for me, I will watch this, but I haven't watched Pokemon since Gen 1. I used to watch the show a little bit like uh, when I was younger. I played Red and Yellow. So I have a limited Pokemon knowledge, but you know there's still some some nostalgia for it, and you know it it looks like it's really good. I it went from something I didn't care to see to something now I have to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I think it's the fact that they didn't try to do like what what Brian was saying, where it's like, oh, just this, uh, just he almost muted it. <laughs> It almost happened. So I almost say <laughs> episode three and start over. <laughs> but like you were saying, like they just they left it like they left the lore how it is, right? Like, oh, you wanted to be a Pokemon trainer, you know? Like it, it. That's what's going to sell this thing, right? They're not trying to mix. It's kind of like what Disney has done with the Avengers, or and and that whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, where it was just like. This is like the comic books. This is like the source material. That's why this will do well. And so I think, I think we, I think it's going to be very similar with uh, Pokemon. And another thing I'm, I'm really hoping for is I think the addition of Ryan Reynolds gives it more of the Shrek uh, darkness where it's going to be completely family friendly, but there's going to be some subtle stuff for adults too. Um, because I think that's just kind of how I don't think Ryan Reynolds would sign up for anything if he can't throw some, you know, some, some sauce in there somewhere. And, uh, you know, even just starting out, like when him, like trying to explain, he's like, I know you can't hear me or understand me. <laughs> like uh, talking slower does anything for, for <laughs> someone who can't understand you. Right. Uh, but well, I, I thought it was amazing. Who, this isn't like Disney putting this out. This is I saw Warner I saw Brothers. Warner Brothers. Was, okay, Warner Brothers. So yeah. I hope we at least get like a gag reel where he's just uncensored. Or at least, they could bleep it, I guess, if they want. Just I we would just, love to see because you know they got that like the rig on his face, and when he talks, it's just moving the mouth. So right, right. You know he's just gonna be like knowing him. F, he probably F. he probably yeah. just painted his actual face over. He didn't have to, but he probably did. No one He's knows. probably just in, in the, the character suit. <laughs> Could have got some ewes going on, you know. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, let's see. Moving along, still more Pokemon here. Let's go, Pikachu. Let's go, Eevee. Are currently at an eighty-one on Metacritic. And the funniest tweet I saw today was, "It's funny to me that people are angry that a game is reviewing well." <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, like, that sounds like something from the Onion. <laughs> Right. Like, because it's not the game I want, I hope it fails. Like, come on, come on. The the headlines I've been seeing are like, this is the, the perfect um, entry for, for people into this series, especially younger, the younger generation, you know, for kids. And, uh, and then it also said that people that are, that are familiar with gen one, it's a nice little nostalgia trip, you know, but, but obviously not the game that everybody's wanting, but like, look, if it gets you, possibly double the amount of Pokemon games in a, in a 10 year period. 
that's that's a good thing, right? You know, I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to grabbing this goofy little Pokeball and uh, and checking this world out, honestly, and and hopefully putting a little more a uh, little more time into it than just the 15 minutes. So we'll see. Yeah. Mel's, You're more than 15 Mel's rolling her eyes. So. More than a first look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, have they explained how the Pokeball works? I mean, I know how it works, like in the show, but you throw it as hard as you can at the TV. So, I mean, yeah, you throw this thing. No, I mean, it, it's I, a Joy-Con. Like, it's a Joy-Con. It has a stick on it, like it has an analog stick on it. So you just kind of do like one of these. Yes. Like, yeah, you just shake your hand, and it that's and then you do the same if you're holding a Joy-Con. You know, which right. that's why it was kind of a missed opportunity with the Joy Cons that came out with these systems. Why not make them red and white? You know. Make them look like Pokeballs. But. No, instead we have to have yellow and brown. God, because the red's worst already yellows out. and brown. <laughs> and white's just going to get nasty dirty. And now you're going to have a cream and red That's true. That's uh, true. Joy-Con. But no, well, like, where's that's... the Amazon like top rated? Like it's going to be like this like <laughs> cloth slide that you hang up so you can throw the Pokeball. And it's just going to hit this thing and roll back to you. No, no. 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 It's got a wrist okay. strap so that children don't chuck Email this thing. Email me, creators. And- why not get I mean, one of those baseball uh, bounce nets that you can pack, practice throwing it to the bounce back? You catch it. It hits the window behind you. you well, yeah, you got to catch it. I mean, you got to catch them all. Yeah. Got to yeah. catch them all. Otherwise, yeah. you break windows. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and your right. controller. Game over. <laughs> Rip. So, so this is uh, this is interesting. Nintendo wins $12 million settlement against these emulation websites. Um, that's not a small number. Now I'm sure they're not going to see any of that money. Those companies will just go bankrupt and, uh, or they weren't making money to begin with. Oh, they were they, they all definitely, free and donation like oh, based. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they probably made money off ads if they had anyone well, who actually didn't block them kind of thing. You know, even that one of the, one of the sites apparently was so packed, just full of games. There wasn't even room for ads on their site. Hmm. So, you know, yeah. You know who's anyway. going to buy all those domains when they can't pay for them? Nintendo. Nintendo with the $6 they get from the settlement. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's funny you mentioned this. So um, there was a very popular one, which is still around now, but only like in... You can't download the games there anymore. It's almost now like a website that just catalogs the games that are on these systems. Like you can go there, you can still view the page as if you could download it. However, the the download button's gone. <laughs> so, um, around the time that they went down, which was very recently, um, there was a. I have to go to my Twitter. So there was a settlement that the Supreme Court put out, and it had to do with the protection of archiving old games. Mm. Interesting. And they said emulation could kind of fit in. Obviously, at this point, Nintendo won a settlement, so now there's precedence against it. But it had to do with saying, like, like you know, all these old games that are online and the servers go down, and then it's like, you can't play these games anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe because they were online only, or, you know, we get the multiplayer is online only. And what they were talking about was kind of like, and this is all rolled into, um, there's a big thing right now where it's like uh, large electronics companies have said like, no, you have to send it back to us. Otherwise we're not going to fix like your phone and it's not going to be warranted and we won't approve the repair. 
Oh, the Apple stuff, yeah. Yeah, so recently they put out saying, like, no, anyone can repair this product and have it, like, still mm-hmm. be warranted. It can't be exclusive to you. You you can't just, like, make people send it back to you for, like, common repairs. Well, part of that also with software was that not only are the games themselves allowed to be, like, archived, and I don't know what capacity that means, but also the servers that they run on are allowed to be archived. So these, like, servers for, like, old MMOs, like EverQuest and stuff like that, Mm. it's like it's almost like it's allowed to be like i said archived now i don't know if that means things that are like out of print or um i i don't know what capacity that means and i don't i don't know if i know the big thing with emulation the the big defense was always like well you have to own the game so that way it's just a like a backup copy a digital backup copy of your physical game uh, just like, just like, like with music, it's like you were always allowed to like record your CD onto cassette, you know? Right. Um, that I don't know if it falls under that area, but it's. Um, I can throw a link to that, like in the Discord, if anyone wants to check that article out. Um, but yeah, I don't know where this fits in with all that. From from everything I've seen, the act of downloading is not the illegal part. It's the person hosting it and sharing it. So it's me like having a game. Yeah, me having a copy of a game isn't illegal, but me giving you that copy without the express written consent of the mm-hmm. you know, property owner, uh, that's where the legality. You know. Yeah. So like we used to do with physical games? Well, that's different because when I give you that physical gift, I don't have it anymore. So if I make a copy of it and give you a copy, I think that's still illegal. Right, right. Because you sell the original. So now, now there's right. like two of that product in the right. world. Um, which is why, because I mean, if you think about it too, they're saying they're losing money, but um, I, like one can also make the argument for like, well, wait a minute. Let, let's say let's say I buy a brand new copy of a game in the store and then I sell it to GameStop or whatever, maybe a local place in your area. And then they sell it to Josh used. Well, did Nintendo make a single cent off that sale? Mm-mm. No, they, they, um, but like, but like, uh, hate just said, there's still one copy of that floating around. It's not like I distributed and made multiple copies, and I'm now like, you know, maliciously selling these things. You know, yeah. so maybe that's where it's the gray area. But like, yeah, Nintendo isn't making money off the used market. Um, but, but there's uh, cases yeah, it seems like there's a lot of grays and like there's probably a lot of like loopholes there's you know it, it all needs to be revised we need to you know come together and fix it but it you know when you say supreme court where they they don't understand the digital age so oh it's gonna no, be a I few mean, years before this yeah. gets uh right. you know, changed right and the thing is, like, you know, because a lot of people will use that argument, like, well, Nintendo, if let's say it's a Nintendo game, right? And if it's a if it's a modern game, because I mean, you can even do this with Wii U stuff, right? Well, people say, well, Nintendo wouldn't make money. Well, what version of the game are you playing, right? Because if it's Smash Bros. and you're playing with all the DLC, well, then Nintendo did lose money because if you go and buy that game used, you're going to have to pay for that DLC. Right. That's, True. that's the only way that that's going to happen. So, 
Yeah. You know, but um, it is, I mean, it, it, yeah. it, it, we would literally, and everybody wants to take a stand and, you know, like, what do you, it's, this is, it's just a strange time we live in as we, as we've been sitting here talking about it. Like, I wish the game companies would do like the, uh, like the DVD and the Blu-ray companies do like I buy a Blu-ray, I get a digital copy, I get a DVD uh-huh. and I get a Blu-ray all for 20 bucks. Right yeah. now, if you do 4K, you get a 4K copy, a Blu-ray, <laughs> a DVD, a digital copy. They give they mail a copy Ridiculous. to your mom. Yeah, like, I get more so, copies right. of a movie than I could ever use. Yeah, but I would love I love the convenience of digital, but I, I like seeing mm-hmm. my collection. Right, that's the that's. I, I just like the lossless of the 4K, you know, disc and not using streaming for 4K. So that's that's why I'm buying physical copies anymore. Yeah. So what about so let's throw games in there into that um I guess that mold. Really it sounds like with the movies when I buy a movie and I get like every copy known to man to play in anything I'm almost buying kind of like a a permission slip if you will to be like hey can I watch this movie and and have a copy of it for myself. They don't care what you play it on, where you play it, when you play it. Yeah. Um and in this, like I said, this digital slash physical age that we're still in because we haven't gone digital yet completely. Um, why not do... I, they've kind of gone that way, like Xbox, for example. Like, okay, I can play a game on PC and play it on my Xbox. I just got to buy it once. Because really, what's... <laughs> you know what's you know? funny is everything you're saying is what Xbox was trying to do, mm-hmm. and everyone wasn't ready for it. I think if they do it again with their next version, it'll be better received. Suddenly, it'll be like, "Oh my gosh, they're revolutionary!" Well, the Xbox, the new Xbox, is going to win the market over the PS4 or PS5. It I think it'll change hands. We've, we've talked about the the changing of the guard before on on older shows, but we don't have to get into that right now but yeah the you're basically buying a license it doesn't matter if you have a physical disc or not none of that matters you're buying a license to have yeah. your you know your name is attached to one copy of that yeah i so. guess i guess what it boils down to is like there's i mean i'm sure there's people that just buy the i mean i see it on twitter all the time that people always send a picture to uh wario 64 of their digital copy of their blu-rays and he just tweets them out you know I don't know why they're doing that because eventually it's going to be on a platform they they want, you know, like the the list of the movies anywhere that it's growing like Vudu, Amazon, like they're all in there now. Yep. It's awesome. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And if you link your accounts, you can have it on any device in the world now. Like it. Yeah. Except the switch. Um, No, you can because you can get it through the Google Play Store through YouTube. Through YouTube. So you absolutely can get it on the switch. There you go. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> something's, something's going down at Kirby's house. She's saying she's waiting for two people to stop huh. yelling. So I'm not I sure. I want to hear this. <laughs> yeah. Unmute. We, we, we all want to hear it. So, <laughs> all right. Well, we, we are, we're at the hour mark, so we're going to have to, we're gonna have to cut this short, but next week, next Tuesday, we're going to get into the game awards and we have some listener questions. So we'll focus a little less on the, uh, on the news and we will, uh, we will dig into, uh, um, to what, uh, you know, those game awards and, and some of these listener questions. So we'll just um, talk about it during the outro music. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that also works. So, uh, with that, uh, Destinat, where can we find you? 
Uh, you can find me in the N64 Josh Discord. I don't know if I'm allowed to say my name in here. Whatever. You probably not. <laughs> it's clean. It's relevant. The kids are talking about it anyways. But it's not going to be your name by the time they search for you. So. Oh, no. Come December, it'll probably be like, uh, I don't know. The co- like the ghost of Destinot past. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you can find me there. Um, I know I talked about it a couple shows ago. It's still in the works. I want to start streaming by the end of the year. I'm thinking maybe like a Sunday morning thing for all you heathens that don't go to church. We'll just play Diablo. Um, yeah, but, uh, we'll see what happens. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me on Discord. You can find me on Twitter. Soon enough, you'll find me on Twitch. I'm just trying to figure out when the best time, uh, but it's all at hate zero zero spelled X E R O. Uh, I too want to start streaming again, get back into it. So, yeah, let's do it. And Mel, where can we find you? I'm gonna be in the Discord. Okay, and by and getting harassed on Twitter by me. Yeah, apparently <laughs> with ugly jigglypuffs. <gasps> he looks so. Is it a he or a she? You know, you don't. You don't even know. I don't know if that one's actually though. Okay, because that one's based off the anime. So, I don't know. I know the one in Smash, that's a girl, because she has all the girls. Okay. I just like that <laughs> it's holding a microphone and looks angry. Yeah, that's what it did in the anime. Yeah, it's saying, and then when everybody's saying, when everybody fell asleep, it drew in the face. So you're going to see him, or it, whatever, drawn on people's faces in that movie. It's going to be fun. Interesting. Interesting. All right, guys, well, you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Farmers Only. All oh, it's, it's N64Josh. So you can uh, you can you can follow me in all those places. I'm doing a giveaway right now on Twitter, a copy of Smash Bros and a one year card of uh, Nintendo Switch online. So if you go to the pin tweet on my Twitter um, you can see that. Or if you're in my Twitch chat, you can type exclamation point giveaway and you can see the details there. So um, that's that. You can follow the show at N Powercast. The show notes are available at n64josh.com slash npc145. You can email the show npc at n64josh.com. Remember, get yourself a free book from Audible by going to audibletrial.com slash npc. OPC, go to n64josh.com slash OPC and save $10 at checkout. My Patreon is is patreon.com slash n64josh and uh, that's it guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you on Thursday. Bye now.